0: Shame Well I can't break away from this shame can't run around cause I'm not free♫ All oh,
1: these chains I love won't let me be yeah. Hey kids, I'm here with Bjorn, Johnny Bonnie, Miraia and Hollandland. How many chains do you own, uh, Bonnie?
2: Uh, in theory, I own four. Uh, but since I have moved, I can't for my life find my fourth. So, <laughs> last time I owned 33.
1: Did you get them via chainmail? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I am sad This is Monster Week, constructing old-school bags. I need a chill from, chill. Yeah, this is how we chill from 93. Yeah, this is how we chill from 93. This is how we chill from 93. What are we talking about today, Ollan? Uh,
3: Today we are actually continuing the Howling Mine episode because we forgot mm-hmm. about Shanes uh, and Mephistopheles in the Howling Mine episode. Uh, I got um, um, a friend, uh, Adam Mercado, told me he, he was kind of upset that we forgot Shane's in the episode. Um, and I'm scared that he will beat the shit out of me if we don't talk about Shane's. Uh, so here we are talking and he, he wanted to... Uh, Bonnie Mirbacca to join us to talk about
1: chains, so. Mm-hmm. And uh, we already established that you own chains and Olan, you said that maybe it was because no one of us uh, had any chains. We didn't think about it or yeah. what was your reasoning? Yeah. What, what What are our excuses even?
3: I mean, I've never seen a chains of Mephistopheles in my life, so that's my excuse. Uh-huh. Not in, uh, like, being played or anything? Uh, I have never seen it even. Uh, it's the first time I heard about the card.
1: <laughs> it's a new Legend card.
3: Yeah.
1: I see. Okay. <laughs> it's just got spoiled. Uh, so, uh, where, where are even to start? What, what does it do, the Chains of Mephistopheles? It's rather... It's it's, it's a small text box, right? Ruling on it? Uh, text box
2: is same size as all text boxes. Okay, okay. Yeah. yeah, yeah. You're right
1: about that. <laughs> and uh, the the rules are easy and uh, to comprehend.
3: There is a flow chart picture about how it works. We should maybe include that in the show notes. Yeah.
2: <laughs>
0: yeah. yeah. That's almost
3: become a meme by
2: now, that flow chart picture. <laughs>
3: yeah. yeah. Um, so, how do you go
1: about when you're playing chain spawn if we if we should the first step is actually understanding what chains does, and it's hard for people to do usually, right?
2: Yeah, wh- what usually happens is it, it hits the board, and then, then when I pass the turn, opponent gets really nervous, like, can I, am I allowed to draw a card now? Am I? Mm-hmm. Can I draw? <laughs> 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 then I just sue them and say, no worries, first card is always free.
1: <laughs> okay. And why is it so hard to understand the text box?
2: I don't I mean the the templating of of uh, old cards as we know are pretty convoluted uh and complex mm. uh, for no apparent reason uh, and actually the the ruling of chains isn't that terribly complex when it gets mm-hmm. complex is when you have multiple chains in play and a silver library and stuff and stuff and stuff but one chain yeah. is essentially was it your first card drawn this turn? Yeah, nothing happens. Please proceed mm. as normal. If you get to draw another card, then it's a replacement effect that says instead of draw a card, it says discard a card. If you discard it, then you can draw a card. If you couldn't discard, then you have to mill a card.
1: So one of the it's like figuring out if you're milling or discarding, or where where do we get where where why is it so hard
2: <laughs> yeah, I mean
1: yeah, I don't know. If why you I don't d- have any cards to discard, you just exactly. need a card, Exactly, then right? you mail. Yeah. If you have a card, and, uh, then you have to discard before you draw. And if you draw another card, you uh, n- need to discard a card. Yeah. If you don't, you... Okay, yeah. That seems like kind of basic. Exactly. Wh- wh- What's the fuss yeah. about? I don't know. <laughs> Oland, uh, has this something to do with state-based effects? Or is it like what Bonnie said? Is it because of... Uh, like all the replacement effects, what goes where, maybe that's where it gets complicated.
3: I mean, it's not a state-based effect to my knowledge, mm-hmm. it's just no, a replacement.
1: No. Uh. Yep. So, okay, t- t- tell us once again, Bondi. <laughs> so so we could get through this. Uh, when we have other uh, effects drawing cards, maybe then uh, we, no, yeah. we could just draw and discard them also, I guess.
2: Yeah, essentially, I mean, what a replacement effect does, in effect, is that you could imagine that everywhere on any card that it says, draw a card, that is replaced with something else. So in Shane's Mephistopheles case, that is replaced with, instead of, like, Hmm. Jaimdaitum, instead of saying, draw a card, it says, discard a card, if you could, draw a card. If you couldn't, Hmm. mill a card. Yep. So Ancestral Uh... says that. Times
3: so, so basically, if you have played that Swedish drinking game where you can make rules, that they the rules are usually replacement effects. So, so basically, like if you if you drink, you need to drink once more, that's a replacement effect for drink once. <laughs> yeah. So, so yeah, it's it's kind of like a drinking game, Chains of Mephusophilus. Um,
1: mm-hmm. and uh, why on earth would you play with this card? Uh, Bunny. I mean
2: from a personal standpoint it's one of those cards that really speaks to me I, I really I'm a big fan of all the big black enchantments from legends you have uh, nether void you have the abyss you have all Hallow's Eve, and, and chains and I in my case I would also count underworld dreams into that uh, category even though it's not complicated but it's also a build around and it has tremendous effects and both Abyss and Chains, for example, has symmetric effects. And just as your last episode about Howling Mine, you have to find ways to make this asymmetrical to uh, mm. benefit of the card. And uh, so it yeah. kind of, when you include Chains, it's a super powerful card. Abyss is super powerful. Uh, Ned Void is super powerful, but they are not out to include in every old school deck. You have to build around somewhat. So that that makes me interesting.
3: I mean, the reason that Underworld Dreams is not on that list is that it's uncommon, and the others are rare. Uh, the other True. four are rare. So, so yeah, I, I'm pretty sure that if Underworld Dreams was rare, it would have been the the five black enchantments in in Legends. Uh, uh, I mm. think. I mean, I think, I think for sure, Underworld Dreams is the easiest to uh, Abyss or Underworld Dreams are the easiest to play of them because you don't need that much build around, but. Uh, There there are stuff
1: you can think about, but yeah, it's basic to go from there.
3: Yeah, I mean, Shane's main deck is, um, uh, you need some kind of build around to play it. Uh, But Shane, I've seen, I mean, Shane's in the sideboard is played in newer formats like Legacy. Against generally cantrip or draw draw card decks, it's really good against them. So they can't accumulate cards in their hand. Mm. Uh, so, I mean, it's a, it's a fine card by itself uh, in, in certain matchups.
1: Mm. Uh, and uh, would you put together some sweet chains decks for us to look at, Bonnie. Uh, so where do you want to start?
2: I mean, I guess we could discuss just uh, like you you did with uh, Howling Man last episode. How, we, how can we break the symmetry? Mm-hmm. of these effects mm. uh, so that kind of sets the foundation on, on uh, what you want to build mm. uh,
1: so, so we're we're trying to think about uh, some different ideas of where, where to go with the chains anyhow.
2: yeah exactly uh, so i guess one one way to break the symmetry uh, is not to do anything yourself but actually Play against, like, like Oland mentioned, uh, as a sideboard card uh, against, like, control decks that are draw-heavy. If you play just the chains against uh, the deck, then you break mm. the symmetry automatically because they will punish themselves. They will break the symmetry for you. Uh, yeah, it's not as fun as breaking it for them, <laughs> <laughs> like forcing people into being crushed. Um, so that's one way. Uh, mm. Another way is to. Yeah, like we alluded, Howling Mine. Uh, when you have Howling Mine uh, and uh, Chains in place, uh, then you essentially still draw two cards, but you have to discard first before you draw the second one. So uh, if you somehow, uh, if the first card you draw is a Disenchant and you use it in your draw step before you draw the other card from Howling Mine, then you won't be allowed to draw that card. You would have to mill it, for example. Yeah.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: Mm. Uh, Yes, so the sweet thing here is then you can break the symmetry by not throwing cards yourself, the extra cards, like, say, include uh, Island Sanctuary in your deck. Oh,
3: so you okay. also get
2: benefits of, yeah, I have the chains and stuff out, but I also get benefits of you not attacking me, unless it's Island Walkers and Flyers, of course. But.
1: Uh, mm. So the howling mine works in your benefit in that way. Anyhow, yeah. you don't need to tap it down. You make the chains uh, do that work by you skipping your draw step or whatever.
2: Yeah. It, uh, I'll essentially just say skip drawing a card. That's also mm-hmm. a replacement effect. So instead of drawing a card, uh, something, something.
1: Yeah. And uh, chains is like you if it's the, is it the first each turn or no
2: the the first each turn is, is draw three,
1: or The draw step it's a draw yeah. step okay, yeah, so we you you mentioned like the okay, so one of the deck ideas to go is then to like enable some weird or sweet cards <laughs> depending on how you do we have any other like uh, skipping your draw step, I can't really. Think about anyone, any card right now.
2: Necropotence would be super good uh, because <laughs> then you don't even draw cards. You put them into hand. Uh,
3: ah, yeah, okay. But uh, you have a Knowledge Vault they, that also puts them into your hand. The Legends mm-hmm. draw a raw engine. Yeah, Land Tax. Um, uh, land Tax is good.
2: Uh, yeah. yeah, so there are ways. Uh, another way is to just say that, okay, okay, uh, the symmetry here is okay. Neither of us can have any cards in hand. Uh, but then break the symmetry by getting benefits out of that. For example, playing the rack. Yeah. Uh,
1: so, a lot of uh, the things you have been doing is going in that direction, right? Yeah, I like...
2: think it's... I mean, the powerful thing is everybody knows that Mind Twist is a pretty broken card in old school. Uh, mm. And with a chain deck, uh, you can essentially play like six Mind Twists. You play the mind twist you play four winds of change which is essentially mind twist for both players full hands and you can play wheel of fortune and time twister so seven mind twists you can have in your deck so then when when you couple that with a four racks uh, it's pretty easy to get your opponent and yourself down to zero cards
1: Hmm. and what's your game plan then you you need to play an aggressive build Uh, yeah, because it, you need to get out a bunch of stuff. Otherwise, both of you are just drawing from yeah, zero. Yeah, that, that's the tricky. <laughs> that's, <decking. the, laughs> that's the
2: tricky part, and maybe that's the reason why it's not a tier one deck. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, so I've been thinking around a bit. I, my personal taste is, I think the most beautiful chain stacks uh, doesn't include any creatures. It's more mm. like controlling, and, and either you kill with the rack or. Just the millstone effect of Chains
1: and just mm.
2: delete their library slowly.
1: Uh, and Underworld Dreams maybe? Yeah, or?
2: absolutely. Mm. Uh,
1: so maybe like Rack, Underworld Dreams uh, is the two cards to put together since you're you're playing Black to start with if you're playing Chains. So, uh, and maybe it's not that heavy to go into Underworld Dreams then if you're...
2: No, exactly, because you, you, you want to be able to drop Chains ideally first turn, at least second turn. I mill super aggressively to Chains. I mill down to four easily uh, mm-hmm. because the average cost and cost of these decks are like two or three.
1: Mm. Uh, uh, for for the decks you're Yeah, yeah you're we play, could maybe
2: yeah. discuss them. Uh, the the yeah. weird thing, though, like you said,
1: yeah, uh,
2: Underworld dreams is good, but when you have Chains in play then you don't do seven damage with a Wheel of Fortune anymore with Underworld Dreams because they just mill the cards. Mm. So you do zero damage with Underworld Dreams and Wheel of Fortune. Uh,
3: I was just thinking about uh, Shane's Field of Dreams and Millstone as a variant because then you can control their draws as well. Their one draw turn.
2: Exactly.
1: Okay. So you basically get down to zero and you start, like, controlling the top of your, or, or at least your opponent's decks. You can, bas- some Underworld Dreams decks, you should can also, you can mill yourself, I guess. You yeah, should. I mean,
3: you, you really. look at both, t- top of both decks. Uh, I'm not saying this is a good deck, but it would be fun <laughs> to play Shanes Fields of Dream, and Millstone and basically mill them to death with that. Uh, mm-hmm. A Turbo Chains Mill. <laughs>
0: uh.
2: Absolutely. I think the real beauty comes into place when you have two chains and a Howling Mine into place. Because from that point both players' hand size are set. You can no longer gain any cards. So if you have zero cards at that point, you will no longer have a hand size bigger than zero. Uh, The only thing you can do in that case is the first card drawn every turn. If that was an instant, you can use it. So the only thing you have to uh, dodge are like first draw disenchants. If if the disenchant is the second card, it just
1: mills. And uh, what, what you're saying is that if you have chains in play, first you draw your card for your turn, and then you draw a card and discard a card. No, you but, d- you discard. But you don't you you don't get to draw a card. You just discard a card. Yeah, and um, discard or mill. Yeah. Uh, but why did you need two? I'm I'm super slow here. You need sorry. <laughs> so <laughs> two holding minds. No, two, uh, two chains, chains. One holding. Ah, okay, mine. yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah.
2: yeah. Because then you have to first draw a card and then uh, you have to discard a card and then discard a card to draw a card. But you can't discard two cards because you only have the first one in hand. Easy. Okay. Easy. Yeah. I uh, mean, yeah.
3: We, it gets even more complicated with change when we get the Anvil of Bogard. We're getting there later on. I mean, um, that's yeah. essentially
2: the shortcut to this because with Anvil, because that all. They also, say discarded card. That's essentially one chains and one anvil is the same as two chains
3: and one howling man. Yeah, but it's the, the, it's so annoying when when you when you play this against people that don't understand how this works, uh, and they are maybe really drunk, and maybe you are really drunk, and you're maybe. trying to, to maybe trying to explain this interaction <laughs> against the mm. guy that's. That's basically can't even shuffle their own deck because they're so drunk um. <laughs> ching,
0: ching, ching. Ching, ching, ching.
1: get into one of the decks and we'll probably do some sidestepping along the way but uh, we've been talking around it a bit now Uh, and you mentioned your creature-less versions are the fun or the ones you love most but uh, you have brought a creature-based deck with you also
2: yeah i brought these are the three decks that i actually played in tournaments um Uh, so did you want to begin with a creature one? Yeah, the bat chains that is actually co-brewed with uh, with your guy Islam Fan. Mm-hmm. Um, for the Christmas lockdown tournament. and uh, I see. yeah, so we both played chains uh, With vampire bats which proved to be mm-hmm. really really good I tinkered around with some alliance as the one drop before uh, but we can go into the nitty-gritties later but the mm. main main thing is here. Yeah, the control route is is too hard because when you slam your chains and winds of change and essentially mind twist both players, if they have a bloody Lanor or Elf or Lion on the battlefield, you will die because you're out of cards. You just mind twisted yourself. Yeah. <laughs> so that's how I came to the conclusion that these creature-based decks are so much more reliable. Hmm. Uh, and they actually put up good results. Both me and uh, Sloan Fun made top ten with uh, our change lists.
1: Oh, I'm, that's sweet.
3: I uh, I must confess, I actually played against Sloan Fun in that tournament, and I mm-hmm. was really close to losing. I won in time rounds, and, and I I finished top four in that tournament. But I could easily have just lost that match to Vampire Bats, mm-hmm. basically.
1: <laughs> so. Explain. Okay, first yeah. of all, uh, give us a view of your deck.
2: Yeah, deck is, it should be four chains, but as I told you, I, I've lost <laughs> I lost my chains along the way. <laughs> There's probably somewhere. Uh, so the three chains and for the rack. Uh, since I only have three chains, I only included uh, two winds of change and Wheel of Fortune as the mind twist effect. Uh, if I were running four chains, I would probably play three winds of change maybe even four. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then the key is, since you want to mull aggressively and essentially try to mind twist both you and your opponent by around two or three, you mm-hmm. won't probably have more than two or three mana on the battlefield. So from then it's top deck mode. So you want to be able to cast all your spells after that huge two-player mind twist. So therefore, you really value the one and two drops like Vampire Bats, raiders, or Savannah Lions and togs that... Uh, and no, no Seven Alliance, but the uh, played eight mm-hmm. So one and two drops are essential. Uh
1: mm. hip- But and in your deck you're not playing Atog yet. yeah. And you have the Urg Raiders, you have the vampire bats, uh you have one miser Just Jen, because he's a beast. Yeah, exactly. Uh, <laughs> That's the reason. <laughs> and you have uh, four hypnotics. Mm. So tell us about the hypnotic uh, makes rack better or and yeah exactly so dark rituals so it's not a turn one but it's it more just because you you want to play stuff uh, like from one two three mana
2: yeah uh, i mean ideally uh, i would play uh, like if this were fallen empires legal i think i would play pump knights or something because three mana is actually it's not super good. I don't know if you can see this, but this deck does not include Sol Ring.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm. you're right.
2: That's all right. really unusual for old school decks. Mm.
1: Uh, and you're playing uh, not all the mocks either? No. Uh, maybe you need uh, like the colored mana sources more also, anyhow.
2: Yeah, I, I essentially need black and red by turn two or three. To mm. be able to winds of change, uh, so that's the tricky part.
1: Um. Yeah, and in this deck you're also playing white for uh, disenchant, source, supply shares, and one balance. You have yeah. two swords, three disenchant. Yeah. Uh, and the red is for winds of change, lightning vaults, You mentioned the wheel of fortune, one fireball,
3: because you always have one fireball yeah. in your deck, right? Gordon told me so. So. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't get the fireball since you are gonna have like two, three mana in play. Uh, but No. Uh,
2: I can agree. Maybe actually if one could argue that the Stormwell that's in the sideboard could be main deck instead of fireball, or actually Falling Star instead of Fireball would probably do the yeah. same thing I, there.
3: I, I I'm I'm liking to having I mean I I would probably cut the GeoSAM as well. I understand yeah. why you play one, but it's a four mana. Uh uh, it's I mean it's good if you get the mocks and the ritual and starting and, and the juice and, but that's kinda slim. I would actually mm-hmm. like a third vampire bats because they are they are much better than you would expect in this deck.
0: Mm.
2: Yeah, for some reason I never thought in my life that I would need a playset of vampire bats, so I only own two. Stone throwing devils could be a thing as well, but the ev- evasion of uh, the vampire bats are not to be yeah. scuffed at.
1: Uh, Uh, you briefly went over storm world the enchant world there Uh, so uh, it's the fifth the rack or something yeah Yeah. if you have less than four cards uh, you take for each card less than four yeah i just yeah so it's actually a
2: bit better than the rack but it's also symmetrical and since we are both mind twisted uh, it's gonna Mm. hurt in the long run
1: yeah, you can. All, it's the worst aspect is that it's red, <laughs> and that it's you can only have one in play. Uh, yeah, it but,
2: c- takes care of a though.
1: Yeah, and you're playing a, a lot of creatures here. Uh, I was thinking. Okay, now we we just thought about the fireball there, uh, so maybe that should be the uh, storm world then. Or and, falling storm. I don't or falling star if you're playing falling star though i would probably like playing meek stone instead or something but yeah cut yourself something Meekstone. That, that's nice <laughs> uh it depends on what you play against I guess, I guess uh so we kind of went through the like decklist there uh, you're playing like all the on color duels you play mishras uh, and Probably not need to play any Library of Alexandria in this day. <laughs> <laughs> no soru, uh,
2: no library. Yeah. Uh,
1: you, you're playing uh, like all the city of We mentioned three Moxon, like all the uncolored Moxon also. Uh, so,
3: and we're uh, notably, no ancestral, uh, which is uh, which is fun. Uh, I mm. I don't know if you if you own an ancestral now or if you don't, but I. It's not oh, that yeah. gr- It's not great in this deck.
2: No, I mean, we have other lists where i tinkered around with blue, uh, but since I aggressively tried to put yeah. Chains out on turn two, only time it's good is, yeah, if Chains gets disenchanted and I need to get back on track or something, but it's very situational, all of a sudden,
0: hmm.
2: which which actually speaks for this deck as a fun deck, because, I mean, all of a sudden you have an old school deck that don't want to play library don't want to play ancestral and probably not want to play soldering if i cut the joseph which is yeah having no unusual.
1: cards uh, yeah. second turn it sounds real fun yeah and <laughs> uh, and uh, i
3: mean i mean time walk isn't good in this deck um i mean it really
1: it doesn't d- be, with all the creatures I hey, guess it's a creature it's... deck so i guess time walk would
2: be splash- splashable
3: yeah, hmm. but generally, I think you often would have ju- was just like one creature in play or something. Hmm. Uh, I hmm. mean, d- the plan is basically to, to have like one, um, if you're lucky, two creatures in play and then both players have empty hands. Yeah. Uh, th- that's like the setup you want with this deck. And it's uh, and I know you mull very aggressively. So you're probably going to have like, if you have changed you have like one, max one creature, then you're empty. Hmm
1: and uh Ola, you mentioned you played against was it slum fans yeah. version of the deck yeah uh and how did it play out was it like uh, bonnie mentioned did you get like a top deck mode kind of game yeah or?
3: yeah kind of I, I played troll disco so i wasn't a draw heavy deck in, in general so mm. So basically, I, think... I wanted to to get to four mana to be able to do, to deploy discs uh, mm. or a troll. Yeah, maybe re- that's
1: that's going against you then, yeah. having a bit of a heavier curve, I
3: guess. Yeah, but I play more lands, so ah, okay. I, I yeah. mean, I so so yeah. Basically, you have to. But the problem was that I I couldn't get uh, get the vampire bats destroyed, and I think if I remember correctly, I had to. Uh, blow up a disc to just kill a vampire bats (laughs) (laughs) that's a win
1: (laughs) Uh, (laughs) yeah and uh, what i I, like those types of decks like the mid-range kind of decks are probably better off if you're playing a lot of lands like like you mentioned if you're playing the deck and you get you don't have a hand it's harder to get through from there yeah, and, and if you manage,
2: then. not with this creature deck, but with the other creature lists that play Howling Mines, uh, or even better, in the Scrying's version that play uh, Anvil, if you manage to get that lockout, then your opponent won't be able to play any lands, regardless if he or she dra- draws them. Yeah. Because you can only play instant from that point on. Yeah. Mm.
3: So, so you, you have to... I mean, you have to be careful. You have to be careful with... If you want to, if you have cards in hand, what cards should you actually, when should you go down on cards in your hand against yeah. these kind of decks? It's, it's really fiddly to play against. Uh, and mm. I mean, I'm mistaken. You you're sitting there with zero cards for the rest of the game.
0: Mm.
1: Um, what other cards did you fiddle around with? Like trying, try it out for the creature plan uh, chains decks. Uh, you, you call this the bat chains? Yeah, and okay, and I the
2: lions chains before as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. Just because I didn't think of, of the bats, that the bats was totally Slavon's uh, suggestion, and I think it panned out really well. Uh, so I've and been lions. Could you explain
1: hogs. why they're so much better? You think, or is it just a, they have the evasion of flying, or is it that they're black, basically?
2: Yeah, flying, black, and one drop. I mean, lions are also one drop. But, yeah, the the mana base gets a lot better when I don't... I mean, lions are essentially good if you play 12, 13 white sources. You can reliably Mm. play them on turn one. Uh, Yeah. can most likely. I mean, I play one plateau uh, and four Mm. factories. The rest is black. And Mm -hmm. erg raiders, they are top performer. Mm
3: -hmm.
2: They are so good.
1: Uh, yeah and like there aren't that many other like have you tried or have you like we're we're not doing sinkholes or anything like that?
2: It would be you good. I mean factories was a problem when I played Lions and Air Graders. Now with the hypnotics and bats, factories aren't that much of a problem. But yeah, I, I can see sinkhole maybe go down further on the white. I mean, there's an argument for only splashing balance, which is the seventh mind twist, Uh, and playing uh, sinkholes and uh, paralyze instead of plows, for example. Mm. Uh, Maybe it's more streamlined and uh, better. I don't know.
1: Mm. Uh, And you already mentioned the storm world from the sideboard. Uh, There are some... You you have, like, the uh, winter orb also there but mm. it uh, is when do you is it like more on the draw or
2: i think the orb <laughs> was like okay i only have 14 cards here uh, <laughs> <laughs> okay <laughs> the windrow was not uh, a real the what's interesting though is the circle of protection there in the middle mm-hmm. look at the uh, color it's the green one
1: uh uh-huh, okay <laughs> i thought it was a black one first yeah. okay
2: this side was, so, was actually a really good meta call for the Christmas lockdown tournament. Yeah. I don't know if we played it, but it was a lot of mono green decks. Mm-hmm. So Falling Star, Pestilence and uh, Circle Green.
1: Hmm? Uh, okay. Yeah, there's a Pestilence there and they have two terrors also. Mm-hmm. Uh, the two rattle mental blasts, one another fireball there. Divine offering another sorcerer pleasures uh, and one singer uh, hanging out. Uh, the disrupting scepter uh, also that's a, a really American card in my mm-hmm. uh, mind um,
3: I think it's just an underplayed card uh, yeah maybe that, that's that's my opinion about that card
1: uh, um, uh it's like from the original the deck, right or like back yeah. in. Uh, the original uh, 90s you usually played a bunch of disrupting scepters.
2: And I think it, it's key because since this isn't the hard lock deck there's nothing here that prevents your opponent from just draw go three turns and then they're under the rack. So say that mm. for example they have an Abyss out then I can't get through with my Hypnotic Spectres I have to wait for my only other Winds of Change. So in those kind of matchups the scepter is, is good to still get some rack damage through mm. yeah i think i would actually go up to two scepters
1: uh, okay yeah. i like really like the animate dead there we also have in the sideboard uh, since you you and your opponent are doing a lot of discarding i guess it's yeah. it's good against other creature decks or uh, when does it shine
2: yeah absolutely i mean it's a th- it's related to the discarding of chains, of course. And also, I think in the matchups where I uh, put in two terrors, I most likely put an, an animated Dead as well mm. for the combo, the, <laughs> the two-time punch. Mm.
1: Yeah. Uh, Olin, have we missed anything, do you think? Like, it's same, I'm, I'm starting to get my head around this now, how, how it should work out or how you want to go about if you're playing... Yeah, uh, and me me
2: as well. I think just uh, verbalizing this with you uh, have made me rethink a bit and cutting white might actually be a really good plan because the plows also kind of works against your ping damage with the rack. I mean, if you have to plow a random then you're one turn behind on, on your rack damage all of a sudden.
1: Mm. I could say you can try a lot of different things if you're skipping a color. You can mm. do like... yeah. Olan, you played a lot of A-TOG. Uh, if you go in that direction, you can try Ankh of Mistress or you can go for a couple of Chain Lightnings, more damage, I guess. Mm. Uh, well, what are your thoughts, Oland?
3: Yeah, I I can see cutting white. I mean, it's always scary to cut white, to get rid of both Disenchant and Swords. Um, but yeah, that's. I don't really know what, what you're afraid of. In particular, with this deck, uh, mm.
1: it's like maybe a, an aggressive start. Yeah, I want to remove game.
3: blockers. Like yeah. a first
2: yeah. or second turn sushi, or is a problem. Yeah, mm. but mm. then Scallion.
3: you can then you can have shatters. So yeah, mm. so so yeah, I I think that black red would be. Yeah,
2: yeah. yeah. because oh, I don't we'll care be. much about enchantments. I mean, sure, you can play your Sylvan Library. Go ahead, discard three yeah, cards a yeah. turn.
1: I'm I'm starting to get into the idea of playing a more direct damage uh, mm-hmm. version also with more lightning bolt effects or even if you want to play a couple of ATOX or something um, you uh, can
3: I don't know if you have you don't have that many artifacts so
1: no but if you're if you're going like in the ank uh, but, but yeah, you're what Slåfan right,
2: did was he uh, he played all the Moxon because he played the itogs, and he didn't play uh, uh, Raiders, So instead, he could include both uh, sitting in a bottle and copper tablet main deck for that extra ping
3: damage. Yeah, ah, I okay. think copper tablet is better than than like. uh, Ankh, um, mm. because basically you you get in the in the. In, in, the, in the mode where no one plays lands. Um, at least if you play with four chains, you get two chains every now and then. Uh, mm-hmm. And it, it's it's so weird with, with Ankh. It can punish you more sometimes uh, if they are aggressive. I'm not a fan of Ankh anymore, uh, but I love Copper Tablet.
0: Mm.
2: And I think if uh, we're doing the ping damage anyway uh, and being more heavy on on black for the mana base, I think I would up the Underworld Dreams count as well because that's such a good card.
0: Mm.
1: Yeah. Uh, For spiciness, I would probably have a a Royal Assassin in Cyborg then if you're not playing uh, white anymore. Mm. Uh, And if you're going, before we leave the creature versions, if you're going the all black route, there are a lot of... uh, creatures that seem bad but might work but the problem is, by witches uh, yeah cyclopean <laughs> mummy yeah. uh, the ogres, right but the problem then is that you're missing out on the uh, winds of chains yeah. chains action i guess
3: uh, and bolt. bolts bolts yeah. are are so yeah. good uh, mm. i mean handling killing the savannah uh, lions mishras whatever is mm. great and the finish of uh,
1: So let's go to where, where you wanted to be more, funny uh, in the creatureless chains, decks.
2: Yeah. I think wh- what's kind of lured me into this, uh, there was an old issue of uh, the Centurion magic fanzine slash magazine uh, in the 90s, where uh, uh, one of the prominent writers, Don Harning, also the first Swedish champion. Uh, wrote an article about different deck archetypes like uh, red green or aggro or white weenie and stuff. And then he mm-hmm. had a column for uh, discard decks where he first uh, Sort of laid out the foundation. Yeah, you have him to Torah and hypnotic spectrum and stuff. And then as a footnote of that article He uh, said uh, He then said but that's the sort of inelegant way of discard decks if you want to go really elegant then you use chains and no creatures uh, and I kind of thing. agree with that. And I, I've been, that that's the first time I saw chains. There was a black and white photocopied uh, image of, of chains and F. in that article. And uh, mm-hmm. I just saw the image of Belzebub with his chains. And uh, just yeah, I, I love this card already. What does it do? <laughs>
3: I mean, the card, the card image is really metal. It's one of the most metal magic cards ever made. Uh, yeah,
2: it could be on like an old uh, old metal album from the 70s. Like
3: yeah, but I think, I mean, it can be from the 70s. Man. Yeah, it can be it's from the 70s. It can be like those early proto black metal. It can mm. be from a power metal band. It could be Man of War. Mm. It could be some new <laughs> black metal, black and metal band. I mean, it's from, from the 60s up to, the, up to now, it could be a metal cover. If we're if we're
1: doing metal cover black enchantments, I think we should mention worms of the earth. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
3: yeah, but that th- that's that couldn't work. That doesn't work on every metal era, okay. I think. B- yeah.
1: Hellfire, maybe. Oh yeah. You believe <laughs> it. Yeah.
3: yeah um, I mean all Hallows' Eve is basically kinda Halloween cover or something. Mm. No. <laughs> I don't know. Oh.
2: Side note, Halloween, I think, made the most beautiful uh, album cover ever on the Keeper of the Seven Keys.
3: Yeah, Uh, I actually think um, this is is a bit weird. I found the the ugliest album cover today, uh, and it was a Pantera album with some kind of cat warrior with a big sword on it. And it looked (laughs) like a high school kid. I have never seen this. And it's like... This is not like the vulgar display of power, Pantera. It's really something else. Yeah, I was ju- looking for el- uh, vinyl records today and looked at a lot of... <laughs> I was so, just... so
1: that's where, where your mind is at. Well, you guys, you can do a separate episode with maybe the librarian to um, yeah, really... really show choose the right uh, mm-hmm. pictures for metal covers from Magic Art. Yeah, but... Uh, <laughs> but but
3: chains so, is chains is very metal um yeah. and, it, and it works um, that, that's why i would want it but it's too expensive uh, hmm. so
1: we're uh, looking at the creature less uh, combo kind of deck then uh, and it starts out what you said uh, earlier with the four chains the four winds of chains the four racks and uh, where do we go from there
2: yeah, where do we go from there? Uh, I mean, I guess the the point there is uh, the hard lock, uh, the lock that prevents your opponent from doing anything, from uh, from playing any spells other than instants. Uh, so it's it's quite elegant. Uh, it does suffer from the the problem that we just talked about. If if uh, your opponent has uh, Savannah Lion in play or something, mm-hmm. then. Uh,
1: or you don't any, have any a... threats. Oh, like that already.
2: Yeah, exactly. And that's also, I mean, this isn't an ideal build. I played this in Arvika like three or four years ago. Mm. Uh, because I, when I look at it now, it has Maze of It uh, to combat creatures, for example. But mm. the point is, if you get the combat which you want to, then you can't play any lands either. Mm-hmm. You can also only play instants.
1: I see. Uh, but what are we looking at? Uh, could you give us the cards for the listeners?
2: Yeah, you you got the, the gist of it like uh, four chains, four wins for the rack. That's still the, the win con. Then we have the two Howling Mines uh, for the hard lock uh, and also increase the Underworld Dreams count to three. Uh, because if you play two Howling Mines, then you might as well play uh, some Underworld Dreams extra. So then you can get some damage in before you get the hard lock.
1: Did we? Lose, lose Bonnie there. Oh, sorry. I, f- I you, think you, you we just
3: lost him a second there. A yeah. bit
1: there. You went to the underworld. So yes. you went up on the underworld dreams count. Uh, tell us about that also. Yeah, sin- kid-
2: since this deck also plays Howling uh-huh. Uh I guess you get the added sort of synergies there. Uh, with some extra damage. Uh-huh. Um. What this deck does, though, uh, in comparison, is that it plays blue. Um, mm. because so that's this was kind is a of my 4 first colored
1: operations. deck uh, that you're, you're playing. And, and you have the four lighting bolts, the wheel, the wheel effects, both from blue, and you have the white with swords, uh, disenchant, And the balance that you mentioned was really important. And then you started to talk about the blue splash.
2: Yeah, and I think this was kind of the, the rookie mistake. The first time you you build an old-school deck, you always want to include three blue power cards at least. Um, yeah. But playing this, I found that they're not really needed. I mean, short time twister is the same as Wheel of Fortune. It's If you have dreams, it's seven damage. If you have chains, it's a mind twist. But that's good. Hmm. Uh, ancestral... Not good enough. Uh, Time Walk, when I don't have creatures and hopefully a lockout, not Mm. that good either. gets a little bit better because you have the two Howling Mines. So Howling Mine Time Walk is obviously a a decent play.
1: Mm. Like setting up the chains thing. or
2: Yeah. Um, But then it plays a fourth blue card. Uh, One of your favorites, Seb.
1: Yeah. It's the Hercules, and I kind of like that idea with the Blue Splash. Yeah, and uh, if you
2: play four Winds of Change, you have to play one Hercules, because yeah, the devastating power of, of that combo. Uh,
1: and like you don't even need to play Winds of Change if you have the hard lock, right? Or
3: No, but if, if you bounce a lot of artifacts, you give okay. them cards in hand, you then they might get out mm. of the lock, but... Yeah. The, you, you really want to play it with uh, with uh, draw, draw seven um, mm. or, or, or draw zero. Uh, s- some, but s- there somewhere.
1: are other uh, things that uh, you might not think about also, just looking at it. Uh, I'm guessing if you have, uh, like the, your opponent might be sitting with the Mishra, uh, mm-hmm. if you're able to bounce it end of turn. There, there are a lot of like small things you can also do with it i guess if yeah you exactly because
2: then they have to discard it the next turn uh, hmm. to draw a card and uh, so yeah I, I think actually this might be a route to pursue uh, more hercules uh, might even be a, a thing in a creature list uh, hmm. actually it, because you play like six draw sevens if you count the winds of change uh, Yeah, I think uh, Hercules could be really good.
3: Huh? And the, the pro the problem with this deck is that when your opponent goes turn one surrender Yeah. Uh, when you have played a turn one chains or something. Uh, mm. uh, the, the, that that's the problem. It's like it. Yeah, and it, we talked about it, it's really bad at handling threats on the board. Mm. <laughs> you kind of need to to lock lock out the opponent before they deploy any threats. Yeah, yeah, you
2: have the lonely abyss to to combat
1: things. Uh, yeah, and you do, you do have the removal in like uh, swords. Maybe the mesa um, Vets you mentioned. Like you play two of them. Maybe those could be s- additional swords or some sort of removal. Also, if but maybe you don't want to splash that mu- much white. So it depends. No, maybe not. Uh, so what you're setting up is a scenario where your opponent is. Uh, down on cards and luck and you have either the Unwell dreams or uh, the rack uh, slowly uh, killing uh, your opponent right
2: yeah exactly I, I mean i'm kind of intrigued by the slowly killing i like to slowly kill th- things uh, <laughs> <laughs> and uh, like all on mentioned about uh, the possibility of a uh, sorry field of dreams deck uh, with the millstone plan yeah the only issue there is—it's really hard to play control because you can't keep any counter spells in hand. Any instance you draw, you have to ditch them instantly. Mm-hmm.
3: Yeah, but that—that's that, going to be a permanent-based. Uh, I mean, you, you're pro, you're setting up. It, it's going to be a bad deck, but you're setting up the lock, and then you you go from there. Uh, yeah,
2: you probably don't set it up. You don't aggressively mull to Shane's uh, turn one or two, but you play the control game until you can mind twist your opponent and, and then just slam down the howling moonsen.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And uh I actually forgot about we talked about like island sanctuary also mm-hmm. maybe. Uh, it's land tax fit in here, yeah. Land tax problem there is that you with land tax you usually play only like two colors or something. You need a lot of basics, I guess.
3: Yeah, yeah but the the thing is the thing is that when you play chains, uh, you don't need that m- much black. You need only one black, mm-hmm. and Field of Dreams only one blue. Uh, okay. it's like you don't need that many uh, colored sources if you, if you go. I mean. You, you need might
1: to need to skip the underworld dreams then, but you could go other yeah, ways yeah. to kill, I guess. Yeah, if, yeah, if you, you do the mill plan, yeah, yeah. especially. Yeah. Uh, so you can
3: play island. Sank. You can play a lot of enchantments. You overload on enchantments, uh, basically.
1: Uh, mm. uh, yeah, you could do the. No, that goes against the black, but you could even play like warp artifact or something. <laughs> you mentioned yeah. that. That's a kind yeah, of good sure. part. sure Uh, but
3: but you you won't do enough damage you basically build up a pillow fort you can play moat
1: i kind of like we talked about what cards you can uh, think about where where you skip your draw step but i don't know if time vault goes into that also is there a scenario where you want to play time vault in these types of decks
2: maybe not to skip your draw step but to skip your turn entirely yeah
1: <laughs> yeah maybe it doesn't do anything anyhow then
3: it doesn't really it doesn't really i don't see why you want to take two turns with zero cards in your hand af- after each other it's,
1: huh. it's we do see uh, like in Bonnie sideboard, you're playing uh, two eight togs so that could uh, might be the only that that's at least a reason for playing time vault but yeah you're right maybe you don't you don't do enough on your turns uh, anyhow so you don't want to really want to skip it you don't really want to have two turns in i mean
2: what what you could do if it's uh, if it's going to play out like turbo stasis then when it's sort of a a race to who gets to enter their library first, then you can include Library of Leng, at least, because then your deck, you will draw the same card every turn, but at least your deck won't shrink if you have, a, have the hard
1: lockouts. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I see. And uh, because library may lets you not to discard a card? lets wh- you wh-
2: discard to your library instead of your graveyard. You okay. You discard to the top of library.
1: Uh, so... Library of Leng. I just need to check the, it's not that it does, it replaces the
3: discard. Okay. It's a replacement effect for this card that you can put it on top of your library instead of in your graveyard. Mm. Uh,
1: Yeah. But I mean, I would love
2: to break the the creatureless build. Um, It's Mm. my white whale.
1: Okay. Yeah, uh, and we had uh, some thoughts of playing, uh, like, the Field of Dreams uh, blue version. Mm-hmm. If you want to go that route, maybe explore that way. Uh, yeah, I thought about maybe playing, if you could go, like, also, Orlan said, like, maybe more enchantments uh, you thought all lot more about enchantments that were like the bigger enchantments. You mentioned moat and...
3: Yeah, because you yeah. can't play the Abyss with the Field of Dreams. Mm. Yeah, Enchant right. world. So so yeah, the, that doesn't work. Mm. So you need kind of need moat or something. Um,
1: I would kind of like to try out, maybe not Splashing Blue, but if you're playing the creature less, uh, if you're playing... Uh, like with the the small more ping effects maybe like the warp artifacts Uh, maybe you maybe the i don't know what more we can bring into the deck then i don't know copper tablets isn't that good in a psychic control shell yeah (laughs) of course like that uh i don't yeah that's another route you could explore i guess
3: the problem with psychic venom is that they probably won't tap their lands anyway. I don't know. Uh, mm. So so I, I kind of think that <laughs> I love Psychic Venom. I want Psychic Venom to be better than this. Uh, mm. I mean, I played against, uh, a bunch against it, but yeah, it never really seems to do what it should do. Uh, it's you insanely can... good in
2: alpha when you can play like 14 of them because if yeah. you put three on <laughs> the same land, then you have a double voltage turn
3: yeah <laughs> uh, well yeah th- th- that's true uh
1: i don't know if it's cheating but you could if you're playing really if you're just splashing black for chains and playing a lot of more red cards you could maybe play like ball lightnings and stuff mm-hmm. uh forks more sh- chain lightnings then maybe the copper tablets even yeah like i it, mean it i think go. they're
2: totally splashable that's the good thing about just being one black uh yeah. Huh. yeah. Uh
1: yeah, never mind. <laughs> but also goes well in these uh decks, I guess is the uh sit in a bottle also of course. Uh so and maybe if you're if you're playing moat like you mentioned, Orlan, you can but yeah, you need instant, yeah. That's the problem. Other you could otherwise you could play like Wrath of God even or something. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, should we check out some scryings action? Also, uh, we've mentioned uh, the uh, hammer time option. Uh, what what, what was, did you play, Shanes uh, in scryings or?
3: Yeah, I actually placed
2: second uh, with this deck. Um, I, I lost in the finals to Christian Reinhardt. He won his own own tournament as usual.
1: Uh-huh. So he had a scryings tournament, like a was it a one day tournament? No, it was yeah.
2: Me. No, it was a one day tournament. Okay, you, it's called the Pestilence Cup or something. I think
3: you have played. You have beat me with in in a in a one day with with chains as well.
2: Okay, was
3: w- when, I the Twid- when I played Twiddle, when I played
2: Yeah, Twiddle Vault is a horrible deck for chains. <laughs> <laughs> That's like the worst <laughs> matchup. Or
1: vice versa.
2: Yeah. Yeah. yeah
1: so you don't want to take a lot of turns and get less and less cards <laughs> yeah. uh, Holy
2: but, mine, Library. <laughs> yeah. but going no into job.
1: the scrying Shanes deck uh, you actually went for the creature option uh, tell yep. us about how you what went through your mind putting it together?
2: Uh, this is the nice thing about Scrying's Anvil of the Garden. It just it unlocks the whole deck because uh, I can play both the creature route and the super lock route because I only need one chains and one anvil to get the hard lock. So with a bunch of quick uh, quick creatures, uh, I can be the one deploying threats on, on turn one and two and then slamming a hard lock and uh, mind-twisting both of us. And from that on, opponent gets to play no more lands, gets to play no more creatures, only play instants. So he, isn't, he or she essentially has to find a disenchant before they can play
1: again. Mm. And uh, you played like the white version with the creature base. You played seven alliance here.
2: Yeah, instead of the Ur-Graders. Uh Also, Squires gave us the pump knights. Mm. Uh, And also Stupor, uh, Mm. an extra discard spell.
1: That's nice, I I think, like a Miser Stupor there.
2: Uh, And two Funeral Charms as well, which is also, it's a really versatile card. Uh, What is it? It's either discard one card or like a weakness effect. Swamp Walk, walk maybe. (laughs) Yeah, that's the effect you never use, but sure. Yeah.
1: uh but it's a sorcery or is it a no i think it's an instant instant
3: instant discard it's the Hmm. i think it's the only instant discard in magic
1: yeah so that's Uh, pretty neat then uh, actually in your uh, in your chains decks uh, because you can make uh, your like in the you can easier get down on hand side, so maybe that's why you only play two Winds of Change here, or uh, yeah, I only see yeah, two. Yeah,
2: that's a good question. Why do I only play two here? Uh.
1: <laughs> so we have like the four Hypnotics uh, for for creatures, two uh, mm. orders, two pump knights. Nice, that is, we have the four so an alliance. So ten creatures, right? Three that's chains. Factors, yeah. Yeah, plus the factories. Uh, and you actually played factories in all of the versions we've talked about. Uh, mm. uh, but f- like you mentioned, you only play one Unreal Dreams, but like the super uh, two. Uh, two wins of chance. Yeah.
2: Yeah, two wins so. and one wheel. Um, yeah, apparently it worked. I hmm. should maybe be up. The winds count to three, um, mm-hmm. and Underworld all dreams could probably be, be cut in this deck. I think
1: mm-hmm. you have yeah. lo- also like the miser dark ritual. Uh, we haven't like talked mm. that much about dark rituals, but maybe they're worse. Uh, if you like you mentioned, you're mulliganing down to the chains, and mm. then it. It might be better with uh, like land there instead. Sometimes I guess drawing into it doesn't really do anything either.
2: No, true. Because ideally you want to play then badlands ritual chains the rack, and then untap and play winds. Uh, mm.
3: It's
1: an instant though.
3: I mean, <laughs> you you kind of want to, you kind of just want a black land and a colorless land so you can go yeah. you know, turn turn one chains. And then turn to the rack winds of change. Mm. Um.
1: Yeah, so scrying uh, gives like the deck a lot of more. Uh, like, uh, you can do uh, many things with chains in if you just look into it. I guess.
2: Absolutely. Scryings. I mean, that's not in this list, and I haven't played it more than a few matches. But scrying also gives us pox. Which mm. is uh, super powerful, both discard and creature removal spell and, and destruction spell. Uh, pox does very much that you want to do in this deck.
1: Yeah, especially if you're playing not playing that many
3: creatures, I guess mm. uh, I mean, if you play pox, you kind of have to you kind of can't play creatures. No. you kind of want more dark creatures because you have to be able to cast the pox. But I think there's an interesting change build with Pox. Uh, the problem is the problem is with this deck is that chains cost so much money, so you can't just randomly pick up four and and try it out. That's mm-hmm. that's the problem. Uh, and now
1: yeah. we've we've been talking about like building a, around chains, but uh, you could have it like in two cards in other builds also, of course, like two chains, I guess. Like, they're yeah. usually played.
2: <laughs> I mean, since they're splashable, most old-school decks that play Mind Twist and Tutor could probably play one-chains in the board for Twiddle Vault matchups or the deck matchups. Hmm. Uh, I mean, like Oland said, price might be an issue now, especially lately. Um, hmm. but that's also, I, I, I mean, I, I fucking hate the prices. Uh, <laughs> But what it also does, it's the same as uh, getting four workshops or getting four bazaars that you have to actually really commit if you want to play these archetypes. Mm. Uh,
1: Yeah, committing into the Shane's archetype. uh, I don't know how many people we have out there that can do that, but it it will be interesting to see more builds from it, I guess. Uh, Yeah,
3: Yeah, because it's it's like... you're kinda, you're gonna be quite niche player if you get four chains instead of getting. I mean, I don't know Jewels or or Moxen or whatever. If you mm. if you go dead set on on getting your playset of chains, okay. Mm. Yeah, you're you're gonna stay in a, a small fo- folly playing for the next couple of years. Yeah, but uh, but it, I, I mean, I think chains is one of those cards that if you only get one archetype. It could be super interesting mm. because there's not that many playing it, so it's not like picking up another strange or I mean, for example, uh, White Weenie or mm. Dead Guy Ale or or whatever, like so many people play. Yeah, or, I mean Troll Disco. If you play Shanes and you're the Shanes guy and you only play Shanes, um, yeah, you're we, gonna be instantly recognized at the tournaments. Um, and
1: we we. We're not doing MTG Finance stuff here, but True. it's actually like the decks we talked about. Uh, you didn't even like the blue power cards no. in the control build, really. And like the first version, like there there, are, there aren't there are that many uh, expensive, quote-unquote, cards uh, that you need uh, if you're going th- that route. And it explores a lot of cards that you usually don't see played, like you say, voila.
2: Yeah, and it also, like you said, since, since it's sort of like the same thing that when uh, was it Charles Klein who, who built the Four Tabernacle deck? That these kind of niche cards in, in a format that is so small and sold. I mean, we know yeah. how to build the best ATOG deck or the best uh, Dib Bolt deck. Hmm. Uh, we, I, I would argue that we still don't know in old school what the best chain stack is because <laughs> it's not played that often yeah and right just during this podcast we have come up with a, a bunch of ideas that that i haven't tried and i haven't seen tried either mm. yeah uh, mm-hmm. so there's a lot, lot of possibility out there still yeah
1: yeah uh and with that said have we missed out anything all
3: uh no uh, or maybe we have missed a lot and probably yeah uh, we we will have to get back to this when when Adam Mercado (laughs) listens it's like you missed this one oh man we have to make another episode we need to Uh,
1: we're going more and more fringe each time I mean
3: I'm I'm, what has this episode done for me I'm a lot more excited for Shane's uh, after doing this episode than I was before Hmm. and that's something and I yeah, hope and the li- some, some of the people listening are
1: going to be as well. Yeah, and I'm more uh, excited about, like, rack. We haven't seen that many uh, the rack decks at all in old school. So, yeah, good, good of you, uh, Bonnie, to take this burden of chains on your back and <laughs> carrying it up the old school mountain.
2: Breaking the chains.
1: Uh, so thank you for joining us. Uh, yeah, thank
2: you. It was a pleasure, and I hope uh, Adam won't kick your asses now. I mean, he's a pretty <laughs> big guy. Okay, he, okay. He lifts and
1: stuff. Yeah, all <laughs> online. Maybe we should. We need to like tag team to like wrestle him out or something. I don't know. Uh, so thank you, all the listeners, and uh, have a good day, evening, or where you're ever at. Bye bye. Bye bye.
2: But On this feeling silence.
3: I hear the trumpet sound I'm gonna rise right out of the ground. Ain't no grave Can hold my body down We'll look way down the river And what do you think I see? I see a band of angels. And they're coming after
1: me Ain't no grave can hold my body down
0: There ain't no grave can hold my body down Well, look down yonder, Gabriel Put your feet on the land and see. But, Gabriel, don't you blow your trumpet Till you hear from me